have you heard about the Equestrian Business Awards? If you haven't, this is the podcast for you. I am talking to the founder, Katie Wright, all about the Equestrian Business Awards, how she runs it, what made her start it. And we're also getting into her other business, which is Equinet, which is all about having a directory of professionals who have been checked, who meet the criteria, who sign up to the Equinet Charter, and we lead the way. So are you ready? Let's let's dive in. You're listening to the Stable Business Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Bush, here to chat all things equine business with a new episode every week from me or from the best in the biz. Now, don't forget to leave a review and, of course, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode when it drops. So welcome, Katie, to the Stable Business Podcast. I'm so excited you're joining us. So, Katie, tell us a bit more about who you are and what it is that you do. Okay, so uh, yeah, my name's Katie. I'm the founder of the Equestrian Business Awards and of Equinect. So the Equestrian Business Awards I launched back in January 2021. Um, so right in the middle of the pandemic, uh, more than ever, I was seeing um, horse, um, well, businesses and different professionals reaching out, helping horse owners. It was in that really weird, ambiguous time where we weren't too sure about whether we could go and see our horses. Uh, we would quite often, you know, have to isolate at the drop of the hat, which obviously you can't do when you've got you know an animal that can't fend for itself to look after yeah um so yeah I launched it um didn't really think it would take off but it did in that first year I had just shy of five thousand at five and a half thousand nominations and uh, we had a big award ceremony um in the October and for a lot of people it was the first time that they'd been out and socialized since the beginning of the pandemic so as you can imagine it was really great fun and there were lots of collaborations that came from the end of that because it was a great place for businesses all over the UK to kind of be in one place in more of like a social setting as well um then roll on to next year January 2022 that was a really big year I had well just over 16,000 nominations um Claire Balding presented one of the awards via video link and then the winner of that particular um award the lifetime achievement um award um she received a a letter from her royal highness princess Anne as well um which was absolutely fantastic um and then there were loads of collaborations as well I noticed um between different businesses that had been um at the awards um, and then last year, I had 18,870 nominations, and it's just got bigger and bigger. So we've launched again uh, for the fourth year running. We're five weeks in, and I've had about 8,600 nominations so far. And um, we don't close until until later on. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I was just um, saying, it must be such a such a work to actually get all those nominations in and then to to count them and and organize everything but I think it's so important because the industry itself is really hard it's hard work and actually to get that recognition I think it just really can help to sort of boost morale and so do you think it's important that people actually yeah ask people to nominate them or do you think it's just kind of like I'll just let people yeah nominate what do you think is the best way of of getting those nominations in Um. Oh, I 
think people should be brave and ask for nominations. Just give it a cheeky little little share, just just a click. You don't even have to put like any comments or or anything when you when you share it on your on your post. And um, but I love self nominations as well because I do read every single nomination. So from right from the get go, all the way through yeah. the shortlisting period. Most evenings I'm sat there with my spreadsheets because I love a good spreadsheet, writing down like who's been nominated for which category, uh, how many nominations. It's also I look at quality of nominations, so the kinds of things that are being said. So I love it when lots of things have been like said about a person or a business for like specific reasons, because that gives more insight and gives more weight than say to somebody who's got, I don't know, 20 nominations, but they will say two or three words in them if you see what I mean so um yeah it's great from from that perspective but yeah like I said self-nominations as well I love those because you get a really good insight of the journey that people have been on and what their aspirations and their inspirations behind it are so um and it's and it's all free to nominate as well it's free to self-nominate it's free for other people to nominate as well because I want it to be as inclusive as possible yeah and we were talking about this and how to make like how to make sure that it's definitely fair and like do you find that that influences how it's judged I mean I don't know how your judging process is but like what what do you feel like that's really key in making sure that there's that fairness in terms of the judging as well yeah um absolutely so usually uh what happens is I look at the quality of comments and the kinds of things that um have been said and then I usually like say shortlist 10 or 12 businesses it's really tricky the shortlisting phase shortlist businesses and then um I sit down with the judges and so I have specific um judges for each category depending on their area of expertise and then we um shortlist the finalists and then finalists are announced they have their own application form where they can have um write down a little blurb about themselves um and all about their business um and then send across like any credentials licenses insurance you know all all that fun stuff and um any other supporting documents and then uh we have an interview stage as well which i try and make really friendly and kind of more like a structured fun chat rather than a strict scary interview yeah um so we do that via video call i sit on each and every one so last year last summer i interviewed 72 72 people which is great and um yeah and then we um decide amongst the judges who's who's the winner and then it's all announced but um yeah it's great fun I absolutely love the judging and the interview stage because that's where you can see people get excited or all emotional it's just like oh goosebump moment (laughs) yeah yeah um, I I can imagine that that that's yeah that's that's really key I know I've I won awards in my previous business and it was just such a big thing for me to actually get that recognition that people were thinking that I was worth that vote. What got you into organising the awards? Like, what, what made you decide that you were going to do that? I think it's because, like, I come from a non-horsey background, years of begging to ride a horse and have lessons and things. So I started at the age of 11, then eventually loaned my own pony, who I then went on to uh, buy. Well, he was he um, in, well, he was in my stable um, with a little party hat on and some balloons for my 16th birthday. And then his owner handed over a little certificate saying, congratulations, he's yours. Best day ever. <laughs> but um it's all those people around me that 
that helped me like as you know trying to find my way and you know learn as much as I can and I'm still learning I'm still there's always things to learn so it's kind of my way of giving back to those people who have helped and continue to help um yeah and it's absolutely wonderful reading all the uh, the fantastic things that people have done and uh, to help others which is great yeah and it does is I think we forget the ripple effect sometimes of just being in the industry and what we do with our horses and how that impacts people's lives in general like going forward and, and say so I'm from non-horsey background as well and I ended up with learning to ride through a charity and then that got me into teaching and so on but then I was teaching kids that got lots of issues and things and then when I went mm. to work in a school and I remember the teachers because again I was doing teaching assistant role for a little while and the teachers like how did you get that 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 kid to do it so I taught them to write they'll do anything for me yeah <laughs> you know it's like it's because they've got that different level of respect and it can really it just really really changes lives like I, I still get messages from people that I talked 20 years ago uh, I I think it, it's so important like we don't we forget we often think we're just playing around with horses but it, there is a bigger there is a bigger impact to that and I think it's lovely that you're able to give back and give that recognition to people um, in their businesses oh, as well you. it's honestly brilliant like although believe it or not I'm actually a really shy quiet person so it's the hardest thing in the world for me to stand up on that stage and things so that's that's why I have Sam the host um so he's a international um equestrian commentator and he's brilliant at what he does so um, he's he's like the host and that like reads out the awards and and things like that but it's the hardest thing in the world to stand up there in front of everyone but the fact that like it's worth it to see people so happy and celebrating one another and celebrating their own successes and it's great to see as a result of the awards people coming together and kind of building business um like relationships and networking with one another um just in a really really fun place the awards evening itself so it's good fun <laughs> that's what I often say to people it does matter like you need to surround yourself by the right people and again people with similar ethoses to you in in business and so if you can have that network it gives you that support because otherwise it's a lonely it's a lonely old place to be and nobody kind of gets it um as well yeah you kind of get stuck in your own bubble yeah the equestrian business support network because like people need that in in the in the industry whereas when you're working in um other jobs there's you've often got colleagues and things that you're seeing more on a regular basis um but just to have that that network that you can lean on and so I love that yeah anybody that goes to the awards is able to yeah build that network and and also I think when you're at the top that's where you need to do <laughs> like where you where you're collaborating most like the more if you hang around with the right people it, it really rubs off on your business in general um, so the other thing that you do is Equinex. So tell us a bit more about like your yeah. the Equinex directory and the, the passion behind that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that kind of um, came about from the Equestrian Business Awards um, as well. So um, it was quite interesting because with some of the nominations and things, um, there was often like quite a lot of confusion between different people's like job roles or like their area of expertise and like certain definitions of what it is that they could or couldn't do in that particular um, like sector or part of the equestrian industry that they worked in. And um, yeah, so I, I thought, you know what, I'm going to set up Equinex. It's not only go going to be like a director of really handpicked businesses, 
but like the whole logo and the whole branding is something that horse owners can look out for. So when they see that, they know that that particular professional or business has had their credentials checked, they're fully qualified, they're committed to keeping up with their CPD, and they're committed to equine welfare, they abide by our Equinect charter as well, they're fully insured, they've got the correct licenses, um, yeah, all, all the, um, you know, kind of stuff like that that sits in the background. Um, so I launched that um, in the summer and it's just going from strength to strength, really. I mean, um, I mean, for businesses, it's great because you can set up your profile, photos, videos. It's a blogging platform. You can put events on there as well. Um, be they um, online or um, physical events, you can advertise on there, classifieds as well. Uh, you can write articles, you can connect with other members, get business leads, and also have the Team Equinect Facebook group as well. Um, so I have that that platform, which is absolutely fantastic. And um, we're just about to launch worldwide uh, with that as well. So that's coming over the next, well, I'm working on it over this half term because I'm a teacher alongside, I work in a primary school for military children so I kind of do that alongside running the awards on Equinect as well and um, yeah so working on that this week and uh, it should be ready to launch I reckon probably by the end of March because I've had so many inquiries with people from America, the Middle East, Australia that really want to join like equinet.co.uk and I thought you know what like the time's right to do it sort of worldwide particularly in countries you know, where there aren't so many qualified people, but perhaps they're moving towards a similar sort of mindset that we have. Um, so I've certainly noticed that in terms of America, in terms of like the saddle fitting, the equine therapist, um, farriers, more and more people are choosing to go down a qualified route. Um, so I'm sort of getting ahead of the curve a little bit there. Um, and actually, in terms of talking to various um, people who have been involved with with the awards, either as nominees um, or sponsors, that kind of thing, there's a few more that are wanting to look to launch in America as well. So it's kind of mutually beneficial. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. And I'm also um, a director of a um, equine assisted uh, therapy um, CIC as well, Rangers Riding Ranch. So that's all. That's great. So that's SEND children that's who I work with um, at school which I absolutely love military as well the children are teaching military Rangers Riding Ranch is um, you know supporting uh, current and serving military personnel as well for therapy so it kind of yeah it's great <laughs> so yeah you got your fingers in a lot of pies how on earth do you manage to do it because so I say a lot of the time people have got all these sort of different projects going on but how do you find yeah, yeah that you're able to, to to manage all those projects effectively uh, I'm a huge fan of compartmentalizing things so I have everything mentally in its neat little box I do certain things on certain days obviously like with school there are certain deadlines and I can't rock up to school with no lessons to teach and um, you know it's quite tough going if there's been a battalion change where most of the school have gone to Cyprus or they've come back from Cyprus. So there's lots and lots of work to be done there. So I have to be really strict with my time and organised with that. Then, of course, try and coincide it all with the Equestrian Business Awards. So you'll probably notice that if you look at the timeline for the awards process, so when the nominations are, 
that's always in January because that's kind of my quietest time in school. And all the key periods happen around school holidays. <laughs> so like the interview stage is always over the summer because I'm off school. Yeah. <laughs> so I can interview all day, every day. Um, yeah, so that that works quite well. I've kind of got it down to a T. Everything fits in its nice little box and never shall they cross. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I often say to people. You have to be a bit intentional with it and just not let everything sort of blend into everything. It's like, no, this is the time I work on that and this is why I do this. And then it just makes life easier in, in terms of organisation and, and everything else. And so what I love about like you doing the Equinet stuff, and I know I've, I joined recently, and again, it, it is going through ticking all those important boxes. And I, I hear a lot of that from particularly riding instructors. They get really fed up with people that are out there and they're teaching and they're doing it and they don't have, they don't have the yeah. right insurance. They're not doing their CPD. They're not um, aware of a lot of the issues that are going on in the industry in general. And that that's then causing more harm because especially around like social mm -hmm. licensing and, and things like that. It's, yeah. I think it's really important to have that in terms of value. Like, did you, have you noticed that or have you seen, seen that happening from your members? Yeah, absolutely. Like there's definitely much more um, of an awareness of that amongst the professionals, not so much like amongst uh, the clients, although word is getting out. I completely agree with what you're saying about social license to operate. We need to be really mindful of that. More and more people are. I find it quite interesting with the increase of things like uh, pony parties as well. A lot of people don't realise that actually you have to be licensed depending on which local authority you're under. There's, there's a few operating out there that aren't necessarily licensed because maybe they don't know that they have to, maybe they're not familiar with their local authority. And then obviously that has all sorts of implications in terms of insurance and the legalities of that. And um, I think it's quite interesting as well in terms of um, charities and the definition of a charity. Um, so in previous years, I've had people nominate for the Charity Year Award. Um, however, when you dig deeper, they're actually a registered business. Um, so not even a CIC or a charity. However, those lines have been blurred. So I think it's really important. I mean, it's not to say that they're not going and doing a good job. It's just that awareness of the difference amongst lay people um, yeah. of all those different organisational structures. Yeah, definitely. And there is a lot of sort of legal structures. And what I often say to people when they come to me, it's like, no, you're going to have to go and do the research. I can't always advise you on that. You need to go away and do the research. Mm -hmm. But I can advise you that there is a licensing law and there is there is ways of setting your businesses up and setting charities up. I know I've been a, a charity trustee, so I've got a good idea of, of some of yeah. the things that are involved in actually running a legal charity. But yeah, so, and I think, yeah, there is the and ignorance is not is not um a defense in those terms is it? it's like if you're going to do it properly do it properly like okay, go out there research and people are there to support you to make sure that you get that done and I think that's really really key like nobody wants I don't want to ever see anybody fail if they've got that genuine need and want to, to do stuff but let's do it properly do you agree with that like is that something that you yeah absolutely and one thing that I've certainly learned since running the awards and Equinet is there are so many people out there that are happy to help um and, you know, sometimes you have to put your brave pants on and just ask, ask for help. I mean, I'm, I'm exactly the same. I'm the kind of person that's like, nope, nope, I've got it all in, all in, all in hand. It's fine. But 
actually, it's been a bit of a learning journey for myself to get out there and network with others. And yeah, I think that's really important for people to do that because one thing that I have found in terms of attitudes and things changing, particularly in the equestrian community, people are pulling together and saying, actually, there's room for everyone. We can all support one another. And there's so much advice and help out there there's always somebody to point you in in the right direction so yeah my one piece of advice would be to always reach out reach out to others if you've got an idea or you're stuck on something just to ask yeah find yeah find the right people like find your tribe so we were saying that that's why i set up the equestrian business support network because i wanted people to have that that tribe of people who are all on the same page the whole point of the support network is to support other businesses so either that comes from me or from others and i say i'm just going there and ask because you'll be surprised in wealth of knowledge and and the right people are happy to to share and to do that because so we can't we can't serve everybody you know you can't teach everybody you can't you can't like you can't be a farrier to every single horse in the country it's just not it's just impossible but actually you can support to make sure that we've got uh, a level playing field and and quality coming through in terms of mm. yeah what what's happening and there there aren't all of these um dodgy dealings going on in the background it's it's got to be yeah. so important that, that we do have that sort of level and I find that a lot and, and you I don't know if you've found this but because um because we're so good with the horses we do struggle with the human side of things and getting out of our comfort zone and yeah oh, we're yes. okay we're okay asking for help and being judged if the horse if it's about the horse but when it's about us it's so much harder <laughs> um when it's our lives yeah when it's our things on the line and I say to people just don't let your ego get in the way it's because yeah, those those that really care will support you and won't mind and and ask all these things. And I know it's really hard to put yourself out there and promote your business and and get out there, which yeah. is why I love what you're doing with Equinet because it gives people another opportunity to get those extra links to get in front of other people. Like, what would you say your best advice is around that? Like, how you feel what you've done? Um. Oh, you mean in terms of like, yeah, getting your name out there and things. Yeah, getting your name out I... there and getting in front of people and. Yeah, yeah I definitely think being consistent. Yeah, yeah, making it like being consistent. Um, I found social media has been great for that, and also, like, what's the worst people can say? No, <laughs> as well. And I think as well, one thing that helps with me. I know I um I saw in your group this morning as well. There's somebody else that's very much like me in terms of I'm actually really shy, and you know when I go to shows and things, like I know I should approach other businesses, but it's just not in my nature. I feel really awkward, and you can see it's even making me feel a bit cringe because I don't really know what to say or do. So one thing that I have found is having like a script in your head, like okay. Have a script in your head. This is what I'm going to say. A bit like I do with teaching, really, when you deal with certain situations or perhaps a child's having, you know, a problem with their um with their peers. You always have like scripts in your head of what what to say and do to support that child and to help them learn how to deal with that social situation. So I've kind of taken that principle and thought, you know what, I need to do, you know, take a leaf out of that book and kind of live by what I'm trying to teach and do it myself um yeah and at least you know at, at the very least you're getting your name about your ethos and values and um just connecting with other people um and to me that's that's the main thing because there's so many different ways we can all kind of support support one another so yeah 
Yeah, and you never know what comes from it. And I know even my daughter was saying she was going to go out and look for jobs in the next couple of days. And I said, well, the worst they can say is no. And you'll have still won because you'll have grown. You'll have got out of your own way. You'll have learned something. You'll have gone, oh, okay, that's not so bad. I'm not I'm not going to go and take that rejection as I'm going to, yeah, my life worries me and I'm going to go and cry. It's like actually it builds that resilience every time we go and do that. And I was, to be fair, like a lot of people think that I'm quite, like outgoing but I'm very introvert and I I also struggle and even like last year I did a I did a video at the National Equine Show and I I wanted to do that when I like before I went but I went for two days I went for the both days last year and and the first day I went with everything and I was kind of like I couldn't get the courage up to do it and it's like yeah and in the end I, was, I had to give myself a bit of a pep talk going no, I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it I think it was made worse as well because my husband and my daughter were there and kind of following me around <laughs> Like, no pressure <laughs> yeah. so they was like yeah they, they were kind of watching me and so the next day I was like can you just leave me to it because I've got to do this thing and I'm quite nervous about it but actually and I just went and started like looking for the familiar faces and then I picked up the, yeah. the confidence to talk to people that weren't so familiar and when I did that I mean the impact on my business has been brilliant actually from just going around there and talking to people and I, I did some some like little videos because I said how can I help them because again that's a big part of what I do is I just want to do whatever I can to help those businesses where they are. So I was making little videos and sharing their stands and having a little chat with them, just like really, really quick few questions. Tell me about what you do. And then I put that out there. So they also got something out of it as well, because it's like, actually, if I can show my value in, in terms of that, that, that really helps. And I think you just got to make it not about you sometimes is what I often say to people. It's like, it's like how can you help them? Absolutely. Like, and how they can see the value in it too and go out there and like seek connection and find out about them and what what kind of like you said put your own thoughts and feelings to one side because quite often the thought of doing something is a lot worse than actually just cracking on and doing it (laughs) and then once you've kind of compartmentalized that and put that in its own little box again um yeah and just get talking to people and find out about them and you know their story and you know what they've got to offer as well then that's yeah that kind of the conversation then sort of takes its yeah you know a form of itself its own lead in things as I say even if they're not even if they're not your people even if they're not right for you sometimes I say just have like trust because you'll be surprised who knows who like like those connections, how they pay off down the line. It's like, oh, I need somebody that knows this. And that, that person knows somebody and they know somebody. And it, it, it's just a, a really, really important thing is to get that network, to build that network up. So I think it's really great that they can do that with the equine business, the equestrian business boards and also with Equinex. So like, what would your top tips be for somebody that's thinking, should I share the award? Should I ask people to, to actually nominate me and why they need to nominate me? Like, what would you tell them? Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Definitely, you know, ask ask for nominations. Put yourself out there a little bit. And it's uh, the great thing is it's in a very kind of it doesn't involve actually going up and talking to people as well. You can do it all through social media because the link's direct to our website. And uh, the great thing is as well, it's really good for getting feedback because even if people don't make it through as finalists, once like the sort of nomination period is over if people ask me I'll always send across the comments that have been made obviously redacted because of GDPR so you can't see who's nominated but you can kind of see the comments that people have made which is a really great way of finding feedback as well so yeah definitely put yourself out there be brave if I can do it and be brave other other people can can too and um you know it's something that's quite you know subtle and yeah it doesn't doesn't take too much you know 
too much courage as well um and the same with the equinox as well definitely reach out so super friendly that's that's what it's about bringing each other up elevating your reputation um you know showing that you do have all the credentials the licenses and you know that helps to raise standards and keep those standards and expectations high um and kind of set set yourself apart from from others but then at the same time through team equinox you're also meeting lots of like-minded super friendly people which is what we want So we want to build this community. We want the equine industry. I think I always got this vision for the equine industry to actually be supportive, to really boost up. We're not, we're not what what people used to think we are, and and yeah. actually get to create that, create that community where we can all support each other even more. So if somebody wanted to get hold of you or to find out more about what what you do um, with equine, like where do they need to go, Katie? Um, so for Equinex, um, we have the email address is hello at equinect.co.uk. We also have um, a Facebook and Insta- Instagram page. So if you put in um, Equinex or Equinex UK, um, the social media handles, then you can just message directly through there as well. Always have my phone nearby. So <laughs> I always reply straight away, more or less, unless I'm at school, in which case it will be outside school hours. <laughs> <laughs> And it, I would really advise doing it. Like I'm, I'm a member. I, I really like it. I think the platform's brilliant. I found it really easy to actually sign up and to get, get oh, everything going. Um, other than I had to search around for some insurance certificates and things because like, oh no, where am I hidden these? <laughs> but, but I think I think it's really important. And I find that as well with even like with what I do. There's a lot of people that are going out there do, trying to do coaching and they don't have any credentials and they don't have the insurance and they don't have the training and they're not doing CPD and it's like. So I think it's really important, and it was quite nice to know that you were checking that for me. And I, yeah, it's like actually, this is this yeah. is a badge to say no. You've you've looked and checked that I've got I've got things that I say I've got rather than yeah me just saying I can do it. And I think it's the same in in a lot of the industries. We've got to make sure that we're we're we're, we're showing we're shining the light for leading the way in the equine industry, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And giving peace of mind to others. And, you know, like you said, shining the light, leading, leading the way for others, like this is the standard, this is, you know, what what you should expect from your your professional um, or, or from your business. And actually, it's been really great, the amount of CPD that people are doing, like that they send across to me, like, oh, yeah, I've just done another one. I'm like, wow, this is really cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I'm forever doing CPD as well for like for the Pony Club and stuff like that because I, I I'm one of their assessors. So I do yeah. So I do a lot of stuff that side, but so I don't do that as a job. This is my full time job. But that's just kind of like keeping my hand in because I've yeah I've got the experience, I've got the training, and it'd be a shame to waste it. But also it's nice for me to know that for the people that I'm working with. And a lot of people often say to me, well, how do I do this? And what's going on in yeah? What's going on in other circles? And so I think that that's quite a an important thing um to have that so what would your top tip like finishing off the podcast like what would your top tip for everybody that's listening like be in terms of like moving their business forward getting themselves into a position where they are that leader and they are seen as being like the expert like what would your what would your top tip be this sounds really cheesy but it's true you have to believe in yourself visualize it see yourself there like you are worth it you are worthy like the amount of times I've interviewed people for the awards and they've been like oh I just didn't think I was worthy or worth it or you know people appreciated me trust me people believe in you more than you believe in yourself therefore you should believe in yourself put yourself out there take a risk 
you don't have to jump straight in at the deep end, but slowly, slowly. And um, yeah, good things, good things will happen. It's not going to be plain sailing. It is a, a roller coaster, like everything in life. But then that makes it worth having because you've worked that bit, bit of extra hard, you know, a little bit harder. You've been resilient. You've put yourself out there a little bit. You've collaborated with others. And um, yeah, definitely. Sorry, I can't really sum it up with one top tip. But there's just loads in there. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I think there's, I think there's perfect. It makes such a difference. I often say you've got to raise the bar and the first step is to always, yeah, your belief, like check you've got your beliefs, then do some actions and then look at your results and review them. And that way you can actually keep things moving forward all the time. Because so if you don't have that belief, you're not going to do the actions to, to, to move it forward. And and that, that's so important. So that that's a great tip. So thank you so much for joining me today, Katie. And do make sure you head over and um, go and check out the Equestrian Business Awards. And also, yeah, go and get yourself on Equinet because it's a great way of actually building those extra links to boost your website and to get your business seen by more people. So thank you so much for joining me. And I thank can't you. wait to see you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's been You're an absolute honour and everything. I've been following you for ages. Um, so it's been like fantastic to chat with you and yeah, get to get to know you a little bit more and, you know, be part of what you do. Keep it up. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and say, and if we can, if we can use the Equestrian Business Support Network to boost it, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get out. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. Get more people, more people there. So thank you so much, and I'll see you soon. See you soon.